0: Hey, what's cracking, everybody? This is Charles Livingston, joined as always by my co-host Logan Livingston. What's up, y'all? We just watched the uh, Razorbacks take apart South Alabama at North Little Rock. Razorbacks move to nine and two on the season. Uh, kind of an up and down performance tonight. Uh, wasn't our, our, the best game we've ever seen her play, but we did get that dub. And we we're, were talking about during the game how uh, Verizon always seems to be like a death trap for the Razorbacks in the past.
1: Yeah, it's more like a, it's kind of like a road game. And as we know from the past, uh, Arkansas doesn't play very well on the road. Um, so, it was good to get the win tonight, uh, you know, um, as sloppy as it looked, you know, you gotta get those wins, it's all that matters when it comes time for the tournament, so...
0: I saw John Pelfrey walking around in the corridor, uh, and he was, <laughs> he was wearing one of those shirts that it was half uh, South Alabama and half uh, University of Arkansas. It was incredible. <laughs> I tried to buy it off of him for $20, but he did <laughs> not go for it.
1: Dude, the only two head coaching jobs he'll ever receive, so...
0: No, I heard of uh, Patersville, Kentucky is after him. They, they really want to... He's going to have to be the athletic director, too, though, so we'll see how that goes. That's nice, nice.
1: Well, so far we've seen a lot of improvement. Uh, I think a lot of people were scared this season for basketball,
0: Um Losing, like the losing BJ and Marshall campaign. Powell.
1: But uh I mean a lot of people were were thinking that it might actually benefit us playing more uh team basketball as we're seeing right now and it's it's really it really helped a lot. Obviously when you get a McDonalds all American like Bobby Portis come in, that's gonna automatically jump start your team a little bit. But uh we're playing really good ball right now. I really am impressed with us. Obviously we had a slow night tonight, but you know, it happens. So
0: Yeah, close to the holiday break, things like that. You know, it is almost like a road game. They probably stayed in Little Rock last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, South Alabama probably played up a little bit coming to play Arkansas. I mean, there were probably a number of factors involved. And as we said, we've lost this game a lot in the past. So just to get a win mm-hmm. is a huge improvement over past years where we were uh, not that great.
1: I mean, it's been a while since we've been good. So it's kind of good to see this improvement because this is probably the best – I've seen us play since I've been watching <laughs> Razorback basketball because, I mean, he's had a couple good years, but I just, I feel progression. I feel, I mean, we got some freshmen contributing that I think, you know what I mean, Bobby Portis is obviously not going to stick around all four years, but I think he gives us a solid... Unless I tell him to. I mean, unless you tell him to, but he'll be here for at least two, maybe three. Um, and Kingsley, he's been getting better every game. A lot of people wanted to redshirt him to start the season because they didn't think he was ready. Um, but he's been proving ever since Maui that he's he can play at a at a D one level. Um he's a he, he's very efficient. He'll play very few minutes and he'll he got his first double double, uh not this game but the last one at Bud Walton. Yeah, so um he's just a good ball player and he's huge, which is what we always needed. We haven't had a lot of size lately. Now we got Portis and Kingsley and Harris. So <laughs> got some size.
0: You know, Kingsley coming off the bench gives us that punch. We've got some, you know, in the past it's been tough to string together any big man. Now he's like a spare big man. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's been playing extremely well. Obviously, you know, on the season he only averaged five points, but he showed up tonight. Had a decent game. you know. We got a lot of contributions tonight. Uh, but it looked like Mike is still playing some bizarre lineups yeah, I think, every now and again. Yeah, I think Mike's
1: still trying to get some uh, some lineups, you know, trying to see what works and what doesn't. I mean, you can play around with it at this point, trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. Because it's important. You need to figure out who gels well together and who doesn't. And, uh, you know, it's a good time to test that now before SEC play starts. And uh, we get that started here in a couple of weeks. So, trying to get the kinks worked out. <coughs>
0: The most exciting part to me has been the rejuvenation of a Razorback offense. We've Looks like at least twice this year, we scored over 100 points, and in the opener, we got to 99. So that's a uh, that's scoring some points. I, I know that's just sort of a like it just. I like to see guys dunking and hitting jump shots.
1: Yeah, I mean if you haven't seen the Fayetteville flush hashtag, it is flourishing lately. Uh, Michael Qualls had a posterizing dunk tonight. I he, think he killed that guy. He might have killed that guy. So um, he's been doing a lot of really insane. He's just an athlete. I mean, he's very athletic. He can score, and his improved shooting this year has actually improved him to be the leading scorer on the squad. Um, He's just a good ball player, and I'm actually very impressed with his improvement. And uh, he's become a leader for the team. I think the team looks way different with him on the floor. When he's scoring points, we're we're winning games. Like he if he's all over winning games, so that's good.
0: Now uh, the thing that I was happiest about tonight is well, other than getting the win, is this really could have been our last uh, true test of uh, non-conference play. You know, yeah. be, you know, being away from home. From here on out, we have some patsies that will catch in the Bud Bowl. And then we'll travel to uh, College Station to open up conference play. And we got thumped pretty good there last year, yeah. way more deceiving than the final score would look. So yeah. that'll be the true test. I, I know they were – You, talk, Logan ran me a stat off earlier – Coming home from our grandfather's house, where he said they were shooting about twelve percent. or They're something.
1: Seven, they were shooting thirteen percent at, at some point during that game. I saw Doc Harp, Harper actually. I don't know if you know him on Twitter. He was, yeah, he was talking about it. And I was. Uh, if we can't beat them, I mean, obviously, it's not just A and M last year. It was any road game we could have played Marion High School on the road, and we and we probably. Have, arena. And we, at Patriot Arena, and we might not have won that game. Like, I mean, really, like it, we, we we couldn't win on the road. We beat an Auburn team who was terrible, terrible. But um, that was about it. But that was it, and uh, I think that's going to change this year because, obviously, it's hard to shoot the lights out on the road, and uh, we didn't have any big guys to score in the paint, and now we do.
0: A lot more aggression. A lot more aggression. I mean, we're going to
1: the basket a lot. Kai Madden has been amazing this year. He lost the Rashad name, went to Kai, and he's he's, he's scoring points again. And uh, same thing with Michael Qualls, going to the basket. Uh, Cody Clark, going to the basket. And we're just taking high percentage shots. Now, here's the kicker. If we can get Anthelon Bell going like he was going in Maui, we're going to be a scary team because that, that gives us that three-point threat that we we really need, you know. So
0: So uh, speaking of uh, Maui, you know, it, it's incredible that some people are still kind of skeptical about this team. They're not really sure how to feel about it right now because we went one and two on the road in Maui. I actually took that as, mm-hmm. I mean, we lost the Cal game. We led that game in the first half, and um, we obviously beat Minnesota. Then we lost to Gonzaga behind uh, their guy. What was his name, Panthos? Panthos. Pathos. Painthos? Painthos, Pathos. Off, so. He had a career game. How much differently would people feel about this season if we won two of those three games, Logan? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's a lot different. I mean, if you get the upset, I mean, obviously Cal, um, they're a great basketball team. I think their Solomon guy got hurt. But that's a game that we yeah. were up in. That's a game we were we were we had a shot at that one. I mean, and if Gonzaga doesn't shoot the lights out, that game is probably a lot closer than it was. Well, we only lost by ten.
0: Maybe we win both of those. If we I mean, win both of those, he we're went, in the top twenty-five. Oh, easily. And yeah. we're streaking easily. towards conference play.
1: I mean, literally, it took Panthers. I mean, obviously, you know, we should have defended a little bit better. But at I mean, some point, you
0: have to find that shooter. But
1: but I mean, he he scored I think thirty-two points of their you know sixty something
0: they scored. 90, they scored nine.
1: <laughs> 21 points. He scored about 30 of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, a third of the points. You got a guy shooting that hot. It's going to be hard to beat him. So I don't know. You know, Clemson win a big win. So really, you could look at it and say, of the four big non-league games we played, we're two and two in those. That's very NCAA tournament worthy. Yeah. Once you get into the league, you start talking about 10 to 11 conference wins. That's also NCAA tournament worthy, which means you're going to have to win a couple away from Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. But I think this team has finally turned that corner and. It, Anybody who thought that the Razorbacks would be – and, you know, and honestly, I was a little concerned that we were losing B.J. Young and Marshawn Powell in the same offseason uh, just because anytime you lose your two best scorers, it seems to be concerning. But these kids have responded uh, with flying colors. And, really, maybe those guys just didn't fit Coach Anderson's system.
1: Well, I think, uh, I think B.J. Young and Marshawn Powell kind of meld in some games sometimes. That was some of their – I mean, obviously there's always been rumors about their attitude problems, but you could tell games where B.J. Young just – wasn't B.J. Young. Like, B.J.
0: Young's never been the same since you threw shade on him at that Florida game two years ago. Dude, honestly. I coached
1: him up, man. I coached him up. He scored a lot of points that game. He's
0: never been the same since then. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> but, no, like, seriously, I think these guys are more – I mean, this sounds bad, but they're more coachable. They may have the attitude to be coached. Like, you can tell Qualls has gotten 100% better since last year. Like, he's a totally different player, and that's what you want to see. You want to see people get better. And I feel like Pal and B.J. were the same – Throughout,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I really don't. I mean, they were good. Obviously, they were good ball players, but they were like doing that ISO stuff. We weren't really a team. It was kind of get them the ball and see what happens. But now we got people that can score all over the court.
0: So. And we got some young guys that can grow together, sort of uh, maybe gel, maybe peak in about two years. Okay. And that's something that's mm-hmm. more exciting than having a couple guys that are out to improve come, their pro stock. Or come something on, like. Malik Monk. Come on, Malik Monk. <laughs> no, uh, he's the Malik Monk. Watch has begun here at uh, the Hogcast headquarters. We've uh, he's a sophomore. In Bentonville, but uh, he's very much on the minds of us here, um, uh, and then of course um, a beard from uh, North Little Rock as well. You know, so uh, mm-hmm. those guys. Uh, obviously, if the Razorbacks are playing the way that we know they're capable of playing, yeah, um, that's going to be we're finally going to be taken seriously by some of these big time in state recruits because I don't feel like Archie really looked at us seriously. Uh, we've lost a lot of kids the last couple of years because we were coached by <laughs> Barnum and Bailey, uh, John Pelfrey, and you know <laughs> even Coach Heath, you know who. Did help rebuild the program, left it better than he than he found it. But I don't think we really got a serious look from any of those in-state big big names like that.
1: Yeah. And then Pelfrey went on to destroy everything Heath built, so we had to rebuild Tore it. This took four years. <laughs> he he destroyed it in like two years, dude. Yeah, it didn't take it was, that long. It was yeah. He, he was had a, that one big year with Heath's team, yeah, and then he just rebuilt. it was just a dumpster fire for those next team. But no, I was looking at our uh, RPI on a couple websites uh, last week actually, and. Um, I think we're in the top 40. We're actually ahead of, like, Kentucky and Florida in RPI right now. It's because they're not as good as us. I mean, we have played – played, like, even some of the – what most people would consider cupcakes, like, I think, Louisiana Lafayette. Pretty good
0: team. They were beating two-lane 21 nothing earlier in the New Orleans Bowl, so. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: that's that's football. They're a little bit different.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit different there. But, no, Bye-bye. they they
1: are pretty good, though. Um I saw they had uh, – their RPI was pretty good. I mean – Honestly, we only have a few... As far as
0: the fun belt goes, they're a good fun belt team. Yeah, I
1: mean, but you got to look at it. In the past, we were playing teams in, like, the two or 300s in RPIs, and now we're down to... Just buy- to try to pad that yeah. win-loss record, yeah. and it ultimately meant nothing. Yeah, and now we're in, like, the 100s, which is still... They're not, like... You're not playing top 25 teams every week, but you NIT can't... They're not are not t teams But you can't do that. You can't play top 25 teams every week. I you'll mean, You'll grind your guys in the you'll ground. You'll kill your guys, like... But, no, I think it's important. You need to win... We, it's obviously going to all depend this season on how we play on the road. I mean, if we can win some games on the road, then that's going to be the difference. I mean, that'll get us in the tournament. I think we're an t lock, and I think we're a bubble NCAA team, but I really think we get in. I really, really do. I agree, you know. And then uh,
0: the other thing that we're going to have to shake, other than the, the obvious road struggles, is we got to try to win a game in the SEC tournament. It's been so long. I don't think that we've what well, just happened. We're we're having a. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I just got freaked out. I think I saw a ghost in the studio. Um. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what I was saying is, you know, we haven't won a game in the SEC tournament in some time. It's been a long, long time. I think it's been 2008 when we lost in the SEC championship game. You know, that? those are opportunities for you to get on somebody's radar late in the season mm-hmm. and uh, improve your and say, you know, because those games are on. They're seen by a lot of people. If you can break, if you're on that, if you get to 20 wins yeah. and you can win two games in the SEC tournament, mm-hmm. I mean, that sticks out in people's minds because it is, I think a lot of it is, what have you done for me lately? Yeah.
1: Um, I think this team this year is kind of built like a tournament team. Like, I mean, you see Mike's teams in his third years at, at UAB and at Missouri, and they made huge strides. And uh, they didn't really have great regular seasons, but they got to the tournament. And that's the thing that that's all that matters. You get to the tournament, anything can happen. We saw Butler. You know, they they made it twice, uh, national championship game. You know, they weren't exactly that second year that people were looking for them a little bit more. But that first year, they came out of nowhere. So, you know, you just got to get in there, and uh, we got the horses to do it. I think, you know. But uh we gotta get there. You gotta get there first before right. anything else
0: happens. So. Got a lot of work to do in the in the regular season and uh, I think we'll get it done and it's a deep team. It's a team where three of your guys have to come out, you put three more in. You're fun, you're going well that's something we haven't had in the past either. That's where we've relied on guys like Marcus Britt and Stefan Welsh, cats like that. Mm-hmm. Now we actually have quality guards that can run the system, they can press, they can defend, they can hit the jumper. And we've got guys that really as cliche as it sounds they fit the system and they want to defend and they take smart shots and they play team ball and sometimes it is just that easy i mean maybe bj and marshawn power just addition by subtraction and and i don't know we'll see how this team ends up uh on paper they're better or and uh so far on the court the on the court product's been better as well
1: yeah i um i think we're gonna be all right i really do um I was going to say. Well, we have a lot more depth, like as we're talking about. Um, I mean, we played 11 guys this year. That's
0: something For instance, that... Wade and uh, Ricky Scott, those were crucial players for us in the past, but now they're almost been marginalized to playing very little. Mm-hmm. And Logan's not a fan of <laughs> one of them, but to have a guy, those guys are too talented. I mean, there's, there would be a role for them on a lot of teams, but on our team we're lucky enough to where they are sort of like 10-minute-a-game 10, 10 players.
1: Yeah, I think it shows a lot that, you know – uh, Madrekus Wade was one of our highest scorers the last couple years, but he's been sitting at the bench for most of this year. I don't know if that's either because we have more depth, which I think is a lot of the problem, or he's in Mike's doghouse, but <laughs> Madrakis is one of those guys where he's either hot or cold, you know what I mean? He's either going to shoot the lights out, or he's going to be non-existent, um, <coughs> so. gave him some
0: run tonight. So.
1: Yeah, he got to play some tonight, more than he's played all season, really, so, um, that was kind of hopeful for him, I guess. Ricky Scott's an athlete, too, that... He played a lot, a lot, of minutes for her. He's a senior, I think, mm-hmm. and if, yeah, at least a junior. At least a junior, yeah. We can see it on there. But yep. he's a, he's good. Um, he's a really good athlete, but he's kind of out of control sometimes. I think uh, it's just, it's just a tribute to the program and recruiting that you know you've got some upperclassmen that are sitting on the bench. I mean,
0: we got depth. I mean, we're, we're, we're a we're better team. It seems like those guys have accepted that role as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, basketball is exciting. We'll know more. Early January, when we get into league play on the road at uh, Texas A&M, of course. If, like Logan said, if we can't win that game, we might be in for another long roller coaster type season. Uh, obviously, we're going to touch on football a little bit because that's been over for a few weeks now. And I think uh, a lot of people are frustrated by the way we closed out the seat. Well, just really the last nine weeks of the season. <laughs> but I actually, I actually saw some glimmers of hope uh, going down the stretch against Mississippi State and LSU. Logan, what did you think? All
1: right, so uh, football. Um. Obviously, we looked a lot better towards the end of the year. I mean, obviously, there wasn't too many bright spots. I mean, <laughs> we were what three and eight, and three, we three and nine. Three and I don't even like to think about it. It was
0: worst worst football you season. You walked out a couple losses. Right I mean, there.
1: worst football season in Razorback history. I'd say we didn't win a conference game. That hasn't happened since the '40s <laughs> or something. I think it's hard to do. It's pretty hard to do, um, but we did look better. I mean, I try to talk myself into it. I mean, we were in the Ole Miss game, we were in the Mississippi State game, we were we were in the LSU game. We could have won all three <coughs> of those. You know, really should have
0: won Mississippi State and LSU, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, we could have won both of those. Um, you know, we were in the A and M game as well. You know, we threw Brandon through that pig six. That kind of was our nail in the coffin because you can't you can't stop Johnny Football. But um, you know, it's just it's just good. Uh, Going forward, that we played well in that LSU Mississippi State game, I think it gave us some hope. I mean, I still believe in Bielema. You know, he didn't have a. We're trying to. We're trying to change systems completely. It's going to take some time. But um, what do you, you think about this season, Charlie?
0: Obviously, by and large, it was. Uh, it was frankly almost what I expected going in. I uh, thought we'd get to about four or five wins. I thought I always said six and six or best case scenario, and we were right there. We we were six and we could have won six games. Uh, obviously, it's frustrating to not get over the hump in any of those games. I think the biggest thing that I saw was some of the kids sort of just grasped the system a little bit down the down the stretch. Uh, the LSU game, I thought we really looked really game. You know, I thought we got out there. We were on the road. We, you know, we did we played probably our best game start to finish. Uh, other than that last drive against that green quarterback, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot to build on there. LSU's a good team. That, that's a team that's uh, at a different spot in their program than we are, and we were able to go down there and hang with them. And I think that means that the guys are buying in. They didn't quit. That's the thing. You know, A lot of, to- a lot of times, kind of like you saw with Auburn last year, Ole Missner, the end of Houston Nuts tenure, they start to Uh, And obviously that was near the end of a tenure. But, you know, guys, once the season's over, where they kind of clock out. I didn't get that from our guys. I think our guys stayed on it. They kept playing hard, working hard. Uh, Kids like Brooks Ellis stepped up and really dominated sort of defensively in the month of November. And we were in the the hunt to to win a couple games. That Mississippi State game, uh, winning that game would have been huge. Just winning any game down the stretch would have really given us some momentum going into it. But I think it's going to motivate a lot of the guys, honestly.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, we got a lot to build on. I mean, obviously, it'll take some time to switch these systems. Like we're going from finesse to kind of a power football. <laughs> but you got some bright spots. You got Alex Collins; he's a stud. You got Jonathan Williams; he, they both can run the ball really well. You got uh, Corliss Marshall, who I think might be the best running back out of all three of them. Honestly, he he's going to play safety, but obviously, we need some help on the defensive side. So if he
0: still returns kicks, I can live with it. I can live
1: with that too. But um, there's some bright spots. It's gonna take some time. Uh, people are harping on Belemus recruiting. However, um, I think this year we're gonna still. I think we'll enter the top 25. That's a shot
0: me the arm too.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's gonna be fine. Or not this year, but the 2015 recruiting class is actually like top five right now. That's slick. We've got uh we got the guy from uh the Danish guy. I forgot his name. I can't. I can't even say his name even if I knew it. But he's like a five-star uh, defensive end or something, and we got him from like Ohio State and Michigan and stuff. Which we'll and I love sticking it to Urban Meyer. Trust yeah. me, I love that.
0: He's somewhere eating Papa John's pizza he by looks, himself in the uh, Indiana in the uh, what is the Lucas name? Oil Lucas Oil Stadium. Lucas yeah. Oil
1: Stadium. So yeah, there's some bright spots. And look, Rageback fans have hope. Look at look at who played in the SEC title game this year. Auburn and Missouri, both were terrible last year. Auburn didn't win a game in the so, SEC. Just like us. Just like us. And they play, they're playing for the national championship. So, it's possible. I mean, it's possible. We play in the best conference in the country. I mean, it, we can do this. We can come back. It's just going to take some time. you got to bear with it, you know. you to got to weather the storm. So.
0: Just think of uh, Coach Bielema as Harvey Dent. It's always the darkest before the dawn. <laughs> we had to sit through last year with really no hope. We didn't really know what was going to happen. It. it if these last two years have been anything, it's really been the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> we, Bobby Petrino, wrecking that motorbike and getting fired was Andy Dufresne getting sentenced to go to prison. <laughs> working for watching John L. Smith was like getting raped by the oh, by the sisters oh in, the, in the kitchen every day. Can I say that on the air? I think so. podcast after Doug. Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> the hell <up> <laughs> uh, And then uh, this year was sort of he starts working doing books for the for the warden. It looks like he might get out. He decides to start digging out through his uh, behind his poster, and uh, when we get to Atlanta next year, that'll be us digging up, coming out of the trench, and we're free men. We go to meet up with Red on the beach. Mm-hmm. We screw the warden over. The warden in this opi- in this one, is uh, probably Nick Saban because he'll take that Texas job next year. And then we
1: go right off in the sunset in our boat with the
0: crystal football in hand. Right, and basically, uh, you know, I imagine I'm on the boat somewhere, and I'm posing like I've got the Heisman. <laughs> and uh, again, maybe not next year, but two years from now, it's. This is a sustainable brand of football that we're building, and I don't think Coach really has anything to worry about for the, at least three to four years. Uh, I think that we—it would be nice to see some improvement next year, win a conference game, you know, little small <laughs> things like that. Not in three and eight, that'd be good. Not yeah, not 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 three and nine. You know, maybe maybe go five and seven, maybe go two and six in conference. Six and, and six in the Liberty Bowl. Now we're cooking with fire. Hey, I mean, I, uh...
1: Liberty Bowl would be like a BCS Bowl at this point for me. It's been two years since we were even a remotely competitive team, so, you know.
0: So just, yeah, the Liberty Bowl, I mean, we almost froze to death in that East Carolina game. But you know what, I I would, it's been so long, like, it's just... It's been like when you haven't had cookies in a while, and when you finally start getting cookies again, like, you can't, you forgot how good cookies were. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the same thing. So, any bowl game would be regarded as a huge win next year, Mm -hmm. and... We're, we're gonna hang in there. We're, we're gonna be fine. We, the schedule, I think, eases up a little bit next year. I was, you know, f- Georgia's coming in. They're gonna be rebuilding. We're actually a year ahead of them now. Finally, um, you know, go to we'll got at least catch Alabama and LSU at home. So for whatever that's worth, take t- yeah, take that as you will. <laughs> I mean, that just means we'll get to you know maybe get pasted twice at home. Uh, nor- North Northern Illinois will take a step back. We play them. Texas Tech will be a big game. Johnny
1: Football's gone probably. Yeah, so
0: they'll be rebuilding. We'll c- we'll play them in Dallas. <laughs> we open up at Auburn, which. Hope You know, Gus, there's no hard feelings, man. Come on. You know, <laughs> hey, take it easy on us. Come on. <laughs> Gus, come back home, bro. Come be the offensive coordinator. Gus, bro. Houston's gone, man. He's been gone, baby. Come on. We love you here. It's all good, dude. Oh, man.
1: All right, folks. That's all the time we got for this show, but uh, we'll be back. Soon. Take it easy on us, Gus. Yep. <laughs> we we'll back. I know you're listening, <laughs> Gus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back sometime soon to talk more basketball, kind of our uh, NCAA projection, maybe some football recruiting. You got anything, Chuck?
0: Hopefully, we're going to grind one more out in the next week or so. Just sort of, you know, maybe for, you know, maybe for New Year's or something. And we'll, we'll, you'll have a lot of downtime. We'll lot of I'm going to have some downtime, so we uh, we're going to try to stay on this a little bit better. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, you can find us on Twitter at Hogcast. Is it the Hogcast? The Hogcast. The Hogcast. Because <laughs> we're the only one. We're the only one. So all uh, that matters. Yeah. The uh, you know. Often imitated, never duplicated. (laughs) I'm Charles. This is Logan. Thanks for listening. See you, folks. Go, hogs.